Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. The Australian Ghost Whisperer with Katarina Legato and James Jennings. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Australian Ghost Whisperer. Uh, we have a very special guest with us today. It is podcaster, comedian, content creator, and all-round internet doyen, <laughs> Matt Hay, a.k.a. All Right Hey. Hello, Matt. Hey, hey. Hey. I'm very excited to be here. You know, usually when I am invited to do a podcast, I do a lot of research into it and I, you know, listen to episodes, make sure it's something that I want to do, but I haven't done that. I'm going in blind. Right. Because when you asked me to come on the podcast, I was like, oh, sign me up. I don't know the joke before. <laughs> so I'm very excited to be here. Excellent. Well, we'll, we'll be gentle. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll, We're we'll take good care of you. you. Indeed. And did I do a, did I do a good job of summing up your... Yeah. What? Yeah. yeah. I'm basically anything that you can think of, I've tried it. But <laughs> just talking about all the things that I had tried, like a, as a as a child, I feel like I've brought that with me in my career. I've just um, dabbled in a bit of drag as a drag queen, dabbled in a bit of DJing, yep. you know, content creation, comedy, the whole lot. Basically, if it's going to make me money, I'll give it a go. Oh, good <laughs> for you. Good for you. And I know with your online stuff as well, like you've had some of your videos have gone like super viral, like millions of views. What's it like when that happens? Like, not, not many people know what that feels like. Uh, terrifying. Okay. It really is because I think a lot of people think that the goal is to go viral and have, like, millions of mm. people watch your videos, which is always cool, but it is the scariest place on the internet. As soon as a video goes viral, I find myself disappear for a couple of days because... I have a really great community of people who love what I do and love watching me and I love them and we just have the best time. But yep. once those videos go viral, it kind of shows you to this whole new audience that you haven't interacted with before and that's the first time they may be seeing you and some people don't like what they see. And so yeah. I don't experience much like hate or hate comments online because I've built this really nice community mm -hmm. um, that's with me for the long run, but then when a video goes viral, it kind of goes to those communities that maybe uh, don't agree with me or don't like what they see. Yeah. And so although it's like, woohoo, 10 million views, it's also like <laughs> 10 million hate comments. So uh, like, it's, it's a little bit like that. A lot of people yeah. think, you know, going viral is the goal. And at the end of the day, like it can bring on um, some negative things, but also brings a lot of new people to the community. So it's, it's good. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And in terms of the supernatural, so obviously we, we're a supernatural podcast. Have you had anything in your life happen that you would classify as supernatural? Yes, I have. I used to live in a house that, I've had a few things happen actually, but I used to live in a house that was kind of like, I think you'd classify it rural on the central coast, but I'm not really sure. And it was kind of out on this like acreage. We were kind of like secluded by ourselves with all this bushland and farmland around. And so our neighbors were ages away and we had a lot of weird things happen in that house. I've spoken a lot about it on the internet before. I feel like there was a presence in that house. It was a dog. There was, it, the presence was a dog. I saw the dog a few times. Oh, wow. Quite like the 
um, what's Sirius Black from Harry Potter. Like oh. this big, like I remember seeing it right in front of me one day. I'd finished work at Domino's and I'd gotten out of the car and I'd shut the door. And as I turned around, this huge dog was in front of me, this sh like shaggy black thing, big teeth, like oh. looked like, yeah, the, the dog that Sirius Black turns into in Harry Potter. Right. Um, and that was like my only experience seeing it. But then there were a lot of other weird things that happened. Like, for example, um, things that, you know, things will go missing, but things with importance or things that I knew, you know, I would lay out my outfit the night before and I knew that like my favorite pair of jeans were sitting on my chair. Mm. I'd get into bed, I'd wake up. And the jeans would be gone and they never reappeared. They never, ever reappeared in my life. And I used to lock my door to my bedroom. So it's not like anyone came in. And even if they came in, surely those uh, yeah. jeans would have shown up another time later yeah. down the track if dad may have come in and moved them. But why is he coming in and doing that? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So yeah. weird things like that would happen. There were a lot of other instances, but that's probably the biggest one that's happened to me in, in my life. I used to call it demon dog. I could see it all black too. Yeah. I feel like your jeans are out in the astral somewhere <laughs> in the ethers flying around with all the demon dogs. Yeah. And the thing is like, not only, are, I was not the only family member that experienced and felt that presence as well. Yeah. Um, my stepmom, she also was w on board with me with the whole demon dog thing. Yeah. Um, my dad was rolling his eyes and I had younger brothers and sisters, so we never actually told them, but my stepmom and I, we were definitely on the same wavelength because she had a pair of jeans that went missing and never showed up either because we've since we moved down no, to that house. Your jeans. Yeah. So <laughs> the ghost jeans thing. The ghost jeans thing. I don't know. Yeah. The, do the dog loves jeans. What can I say? There you go. Inter interdimensional genes. I did not think that would be something we would touch upon today. I, I love it. Yeah. Yeah. So, they're out so there in the ether. Out there flying in the ether. around. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So the, the, the dog, uh, it sounds like you got a bad vibe from it. Like it doesn't sound like it's the kind of dog's going to sit at your feet. It always and... feel vicious. I For get sure. And vibe. you know what? We had two dogs at the house as well. The okay. first dog was my stepmom's dog that she brought with her. Um, when my dad and her got together and we all moved into the house together. Um, and that dog actually ended up passing away from a, getting a tick. Um, and as I said, we lived on a lot of bushland. So that one isn't so out of the blue and random. And then a few months later or a year or so later, we then rescued another dog. Um, and it just, it you, we gave the dog everything you could imagine. So many acres and acres of bushland and everything that it could want to, uh, you know, enjoy and mm. have a great life running around uh, all over the place. And it just didn't like being there. The dog just wouldn't mm. deal every time we left. And I know that dogs, you know, when you leave the house, there's a bit of maybe separation anxiety, but I felt like um, it was weird. It was different. And then I remember one night hearing the dog bark and me thinking like, what are you barking at? There's nothing. We're in the middle of nowhere. There's nothing to bark at. And I remember looking outside my window and it barking at something very specific and then them almost like fighting, but there was nothing else there. And I felt like that may have been the dog, you know, the spirit dog and my dog going at each other. And then um, because it wouldn't settle and because then it started getting quite angry, we actually ended up giving it to somebody else who also had a farm and he settled right in 
and he loved it and it was all good. And so that was kind of the, uh, the end result with that. I, I miss Oki was his yeah. name. Um, but he definitely got a better life <laughs> at the other, at the other farm because we just couldn't, you yeah. just couldn't. Take that him was in. a very loving thing you did for Oki, really. Yeah. Yeah. Katerina tapping into the uh, the demon dog. What's what's your feeling? Yeah, what is so that? it doesn't feel like it was a real physical dog. It feels like it was like an entity that was coming through as a dog. So entities can shift form. So I feel like it was some sort of like a demonic entity that shifted as a dog. Mm-hmm. And it felt I feel like that dog wanted to own that that territory, that home, that land, and that's why little Oki couldn't fit in because that demon was not allowing Oki to have its territory. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, demons will shape shift into different forms. This one, unfortunately, took on the form of a dog, which I love dogs. Dogs are beautiful, but that's how that... Not that dog. Yeah, not that. That wasn't really a dog. That's why I can see the fangs. And before you even said black, I could see this furry, fluffy... Oh, fluffy, sorry, long, shaggy, but but knotted, really black. Like it was almost like a black that is not of this physical world, yeah. you know? It's like that, yeah, there's a black that's so different to the physical world. Yeah. That is part of that demonic entity. I've seen it when I see demons, like there's a blackness to them that is not so different to anything on this physical world. Yeah. And it was weird because I just saw it. But was it attacking you? No, it just sat there, but it had its mouth open and yeah. it was just sitting there. And it was only for a split second. I turned around, saw it, and then jumped and screamed. And as I looked back, it was gone. And I get my dad going, what are you doing? What are you saying? <laughs> like, I, I don't think I told him at the time. I was just like, ah, like I just tricked over. But, you know, like mm. it wasn't till later down the track when I talked about it to my stepmom over a bottle of wine <laughs> but <laughs> yeah. he opened up about our demon dog experiences but it was weird because it was one of those houses where like so many things just like yeah just happened and the energy was just off in that house mm. and i loved it and it was recently for sale and i was like if i had the budget i'd actually go back and buy really? it i wow. loved living in that house right. i um Loved the layout. I loved the fact it had so much space. I loved that it was secluded, all of that. And uh, loved all of that. The only thing I didn't love was Demon Dog. But oh, I we could have cleaned your dog. But I, uh, I think, uh, yeah, like I would love to live in that house again because, uh, but there were so many things that always went, always went wrong. Yeah. People, like my little brothers and sisters just had so many injuries uh, we were always, Negative you know, energy. yeah, getting it, getting injured or things were going missing or things were breaking on us. There was just like a lot of that. Yeah. Right. Right. And if you did buy that place, just imagine the jeans budget. Like you'd be having to buy a new pair of jeans every yeah, week. Have, like honestly, you'd have to get a Levi sponsorship just oh, to like survive. Oh, honestly, I'd have, I'd have to stop wearing jeans altogether. I think so. Because uh, with the cost of living these days, you can't afford to be losing jeans. No. 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 <laughs> you couldn't have Pantsless Friday. It'd have to be Pantsless Monday through Sunday. And these days, like, I wear so many caftans. And I think if, if the demon dog's going to steal a Camilla caftan, we are going to have a yeah. problem. Well, <laughs> you know what I mean? They're, they're not cheap. No, they're not cheap. You can't force yeah. them. <laughs> no way. Don't want to make that, uh, take that risk. No. No. 
No, no. All right, so Katarina, this this uh, this demon dog. Why would it be at that particular house in that particular part of the the world? How how would it have even got there to begin with? Yeah, so. Well, they will naturally gravitate towards a particular country, area, an energetic space that feels comfortable for them. Mm. And then they will claim that space as their own. Mm. Okay. And that's why, as um, Matt said, being a rental, they probably had several families coming in and out. So it wouldn't have liked that because that's like invading their territory. Right. So it would have gone out of their way to scare people so that they move out and hopefully, you know, no one ever comes back. To mm, yeah. But that's how they work. And obviously, you know, they will invade a space because they, they, they're they holding the darkness here on earth. Yeah. Just like, you know, angels will bring their light in and hold the light on earth, then they also are bringing the darkness. That's why we live in this world of duality of light and darkness. Mm. Mm. So it's like they will just claim the space. Yeah, yeah. And there may have been, you know, there may, sorry, there may have been rituals that went on there. Yep. You know, sometimes there's a lot of witchcraft, dark witchcraft and, you know, things like that that people do that then manifest these beings, bring them into a space also. Yeah, of course, of course. And we had a guest on our show, Matt, recently, uh, Auntie Luna, who's a First Nations healer, and we talked a lot about, you know, spiritual connection to the land. And one of the things that she said was like, there are some parts of the land you just don't go. Like you don't go there, you don't build houses there. Sometimes, um, you know, they talked about traditionally they would hold dark spirits in a certain space and you weren't meant to mess with them. And But on the flip side, there's also, you know, high vibrational places which were fine to go. But she was very specific about like, there are parts of the land you do and don't go. Um, but yeah, if one's guarded by a demon dog, that's a big no. That's a big no. Don't yeah, don't go need, there. It would need to be blessed and cleared. I mean, it can be blessed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Always be blessed and cleared. But you you probably would need a tribe of like-minded people to to bless and clear land like that, and also clear the home. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, Matt, what we're also going to do today, of course, is you're going to get a reading with Katarina. Have you had a reading, a psychic reading before? Uh, yeah, I've had, uh, I think I've only had one or two in my life. Um, and I loved it. I'm not a skeptic. In fact, in fact, that psychic reading that I got that time was so specific and so spot on and brought up things that I had never told anyone, mm -hmm. uh, which we might get into after the reading or, yeah. or during the reading, sure. you touch on the same or similar things because, yeah, like there were just things that she brought up that I had never told anyone um, and that I had never, I knew I had never shared that information with anyone before. Mm. And she just brought up this one specific thing that made me go, oh my gosh, like how have you know? how do you know that? How do you know that? I've never told anyone that before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and so, yeah, that was really fun. So I'm very excited. Excellent. Okay. Well, you're in good hands. Katarina's, you know, had decades of experience doing this. It's her, it's her bag. So I don't know, maybe should we get into it? Like I might exit and uh, you guys can sit down and maybe do a bit of a reading and see what happens. Sounds, sounds good. Sounds good. 
This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Okay, so thank you for allowing me to read for you today, Matt. It's a real pleasure. And as I've been sitting here, I've been feeling the little boy, the inner child in you. And I felt like, you know, you weren't always um, this happy, confident little boy that you are now like obviously you've had to work through a lot of stuff and I feel that as a child I felt like you sometimes felt like you were on the outside looking in and I feel like you've worked through a lot of stuff like I feel as a child perhaps you felt through school a little misunderstood a little bit um picked on um, because you were different and you were incredibly different in a beautiful way. You were incredibly creative and you were in your own little world. But I feel like other kids you know, kind of didn't get that about you. So it was like I feel that there was a, I get a sense of moments of feeling alone, of feeling like, you know, there weren't a lot of friends around you. But I feel that all of this is what's made you today. It's it's made you push into, you know, beyond those boundaries and those challenges of the past into becoming this incredibly creative young man that you now are, incredibly successful. But I do feel like your dad was there. He was very stable. He was strong. But he was also very busy because I feel like he had a big career and he was very busy and you know there were the other siblings and so I feel like your dad was the one who carried a lot of the you know the burdens and had to meet the demands of the kids and help you guys through stuff and homework and but he was a good dad and I also feel like you have always been incredibly sensitive so I feel like you felt the energy between your parents perhaps more than your brother and sister. So feel like they they were more like oblivious to it, whereas you felt it. And I feel like you also felt, you felt like you wanted to help your mother. Even though you were a little child, I felt like you felt like you wanted to reach out. You wanted to help her. You wanted to bring out the, you know, a happier version of her. So I feel 
that from a young boy you had an incredibly, um, you were very deeply rooted and connected to yourself and I feel like you had to kind of see th things through, you had to find yourself, you had to see th things through on your own, okay? Um, and it wasn't, I feel, until you got older that you actually felt and met people that, you know, you could relate to and they could relate to you. And you've done an incredible job. And I feel that your success is something that you have done of your own making. You have created your success all on your own. There wasn't anybody that cheered you on. You just kind of stepped into it and bit by bit, bit by bit, you just owned it and owned it and you... You, you defined who you are, you found who you really are, you defined who you really are and you were just become this incredibly determined soul and it's like I feel like your spirit's going well I'm going to show you all you kids that picked on me how successful I am and look who I am now so but good on you that sometimes can be the motivator you know and I really relate to that because I got picked on at school I felt a lot of your sadness because it reminded me of triggered my own sadness of you know my you know kids picking on me and it's like you know now some of those kids have been looking me up for can I have a reading from you and it's like well at school you didn't want to know me and now you want a reading now you want to be my best friend so I get where you're coming from in that you know so I feel as though the success has been something that you have carved out of your own inner strength. You took the sadness, you took the joy, you took it all and you just, you know, you channeled this energy into becoming the best version of yourself. I have also sat here and felt like you are going to go international and that I see you going around the world to many trails. Like I see you in America. I see you in, um, in London. I see you on stage. I see you doing stand-up comedy. And I feel that this is going to be something that you're kind of stepping into. You know, the, I feel like the energy is happening right now and you're going to step into this and doors are going to open up for you unexpectedly. And I do feel like you're going to be invited as these doors open up to, to have these bigger experiences. And I can see you going, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, what am I? You know, you're going to kind of have a bit of an anxiety attack and panic attack, but then you're going to go out there and you're doing it. So see travel really big with you. And I see people kind of, can I have your autograph? Can I have your autograph? Like people are going to stop you in the street. So you will reach a stage of fame. I mean, I know you're already quite famous and well-known, but even more so internationally. So I hope that you've been planning for international fame because that is next on the agenda. I do feel that you will need almost like somebody that can be like a personal assistant, more of somebody that can I don't know, do a lot of the behind the scenes work for you. Are, do you, are you trying to kind of do all that yourself? Um, I have a good team around me, yeah, but I could always use more. <laughs> exactly. You're going to need a person that can be there, that you can go, right, I need you to take care of this, 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 this. So I feel like now's the time to be looking. Yes, you have a great team, but as you go to this next stage, I feel that you are going to need somebody that's going to be able to kind of hold, you know, hold the ground for you and be able to 
yeah, just take care of things. Even be able to go, okay, you don't even need to say that to me. I can see what you need here, Matt, and I'm going to go off and do it. Just be able to give you a little bit more space and time because with the bigger fame comes, you know, a, a lot more of a hectic lifestyle, less time, more demands, and you will need somebody that you can really rely on that can be all of those things for you. And I feel that, yeah, it's like put your feelers out now. You know, I feel like, yeah, get prepared for this next stage. You'll also be out of the country for a long time. So I feel like there will be a little bit of, um, I don't, you know, challenges in your relationship with your partner. I feel like, you know, he's not always going to be able to come along and, be able to be months away. So I feel like you guys, are, look, first of all, you're incredibly connected. I feel so much love between the two of you. It's like you just get each other, you know? Mm. You you kind of don't even have to speak words. You kind of look at each other and go, yeah, I know what you feel. I know what you want to say to me. And perhaps this may be of a concern for you both when this happens that you're going to like, gosh, I've got to leave for three months, and but I feel it's going to work out. I feel it's going to be okay. I feel like, yes, it's going to be difficult at first, but it's going to be okay. And I see him coming and joining and being with you wherever he can and whenever he can. So that is, uh, I feel, a little bit of, you know, a challenge, um, a shift into just adjusting to kind of be able to do more Zoom calls with each other, phone calls, whatever it is, yeah. But you guys will make it through that because I feel that he, I just feel he's such a loving soul. I feel like he holds that, um, you know, I feel like your your world and, and everything, you have so much going on, but I feel he kind of keeps you kind of centred and calm and a little bit of zen out even though his life's very hectic but I just feel that when the two of you come together you're kind of able to just ground together and you know chill out and forget about the craziness of the world and your careers and just come together and enjoy and I, I just, do you guys like camping or going out under the stars I feel like you're needing to be out I know I know you probably love staying in great hotels and big but I'm just feeling like needing to be out in under the stars. He definitely loves the stars, yeah. like, and he's very into zodiac and things yeah. like that and stars. And but we're not campers. No. But I mean, yes. Maybe a fancy caravan. Yeah. yeah. I, I, Maybe one of those little tiny homes out in the yeah, middle of nowhere. You know. No, I know. Yeah. Look, I get it. But I'm. I just keep feeling like, yeah, he's very connected to the stars and you know to the cosmos and. I just feel like the two of you, I just kept seeing the two of you being out in nature at night and just laying you know, on something comfortable and just looking up to the stars. And I just feel like it's almost like it's a form of meditation for the two of you, you know. It's like a form of relaxation and just feeling really grounded and just being able to let go of the stresses of you know, again, of everyday life and all the kind of pressure that you're both under. So I do feel like, yeah, you, you're going to have to try it. 
yeah. try it we'll out. It I feel go. like you're going to explore. You're going to explore lots of different things, and it, yeah, I just feel like you might even um, have a few um, supernatural experiences in a good way. Like I feel like being more open to perhaps um, like like with your partner with astrology, and I do feel he's quite connected even to um, guides and you know beings light beings I see them around him and I also see them around you but I feel like yeah you guys are going to be able to perhaps communicate with higher beings when you're doing that so there's a bit of a learning a bit of some spiritual progression that that will bring to you both mm hmm, hmm. I get a grandfather around you on the other side mm -hmm. and I see him wearing a hat and a tallish man and I feel like he is, he loves you very much. I feel like he wasn't a grandfather who spoke a lot. I feel he was a little bit of a quiet man, reserved man, but a man of integrity. You know, and if he said something, he meant it. And if he promised something, he would deliver. I just feel that he is watching over you and I feel that he is very proud of you, very proud of, you know, who you've become and where you're going. And I feel that he comes in into your energy field sometimes when you're very tired and you're feeling a little bit overwhelmed by everything and he just brings in this beautiful frequency of love to you. And so I just feel that he is here to remind you to perhaps just love yourself a bit more. Sometimes you're hard on yourself and you don't need to be. You just need to just embrace who you are and um, yeah, just, just love yourself. I also feel like your connection to your mum and dad, well, your, your dad's remarried to his new wife. I feel like there's a lot of laughter with her. I feel like she has been able to help heal a lot of the inner child kind of sadness. I feel like she is such a good energy for you. I feel like, yeah, I, I see like the two of you like being getting together and having a good laugh, having a good time. I feel like she's just a funny woman, like just yeah. really sweet, funny, down to earth. Like she's just really beautiful and grounding. And I, I do feel like, yeah, you're like two best friends. Yeah, like two best friends. And I feel like she brings a lot of happiness to your dad because, again, I feel like your dad... You know, your dad struggled with the marriage. I feel like he really, you know, there's a lot of sadness and struggle for him also. Is your sister having a baby or planning babies? Mm -hmm. I see babies. I feel like I'm seeing She wants babies. to have babies in the next couple years. Yeah, yes. well, she will. Yeah. I see babies around her and I see you like being this really fun uncle, you know, you're yeah. just going to love these kids and they're going to love you. Because I, I kept seeing, even when we just first started off, I kept seeing three kids and I felt like they were around your sister and I feel like you're just going to have 
so much fun being an uncle. Like I feel like you're just going to love being an uncle and enjoying being able to give them back. Yes, yes. that is exactly right. We're going to have a great time. We're going to yes. take them out, give them a whole bunch of sugar. Yes. And then I'm just going to drop them back off to you. Thank you very much. Yeah. But yeah, you're going to have an incredible relay. And they, I feel like they're going to really look up to you. I feel like these kids are going to be like, I want to go and spend time with Uncle Matt. And you're going to be like, no, I'm not home this weekend. <laughs> yeah. No, 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 I'm, I'm busy. So no, but yeah, beautiful. Feel you're developing this great relationship with these three children that, yeah. And I, I do feel like you and your sister are quite close. I feel like there's a beautiful, special bond between the two of you, you know. Um, and she really kind of is quite protective of you also. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. So I see a lot of writing too. I feel like you may, you know, write a book about your life. And I feel that that's why I feel like start recording things because these will all be things that you are going to write about because this book is going to be like a bestseller and it's going to, yeah, you're just going to write about, and I thought it's going to be inspirational because you're also going to talk about your tough times and what it took to get to where you are. And that will be, you know, for the motive of helping to inspire other young people, um, that especially other young kids who feel that have fit into the norm and that, you know, if, you're going to be inspiring all of these young kids that need to go, oh, well, look what Matt did, look who he became. Um, because you know what? I feel like being different is the best thing, isn't it? Mm. So, yeah, did you want to ask anything else? Um, I don't know. I just love taking it all in and, and hearing everything. I would love to connect more with the grandfather that you were speaking of earlier. I feel earlier. like your dad, is it the dad's side of the family? Yeah, I yeah, think it would have been my the, dad's dad. I thought your dad's dad, yeah. I thought it was a, um, do you feel him? He gives you little signs. Yeah, I do. Sometimes. Yeah, little butterflies. Yeah, butterflies. One and of them. he brings in the butterflies. And sometimes these things get moved in your house, the little things you might see. Oh, I put that there, but now it's over here. That's him. I feel like he plays little tricks on you sometimes. Oh, I'm always losing things mm. and always going, I just moving. had it, but I don't know. But then do you find them again? Yeah, I yeah, do. Yeah, because it's him. That's him moving. It's like he likes doing the little tricks. But the butterfly definitely was yeah, that's one of him. them. And I feel like the butterflies always come when you're feeling a bit down, exhausted, overwhelmed. It's like, okay, you've got to slow down. You've got to look after yourself. But I feel like I can see him sneaking around at night whilst you're sleeping. He's like, hmm, I think you're going to move things. I think he does it so that you can have a laugh. Mm. And I think you are all about bringing happiness to people and making them laugh and, and you'll continue. I think you'll be doing this for a long time. I hope so. You will so. Don't ever worry. Oh, like I said, you are going international. So you don't have to worry that your career is going to be short-lived. Far from it. You are going to have an incredibly long career. You'll be doing this well and truly into your, probably into your you know, middle uh, 50s, 60s. Stunning. Just soaking it all in, you know. Well, thank you. Thank you. It's been a pleasure.
Thank you so much. And congratulations on the great success that awaits you, honestly. <laughs> it's going to be wonderful. It's going to be a lot of fun. I hope so. It will be. It will be. It will be. To gain access to private spiritual development classes, guided meditations, and live Q&As with Katerina, please visit www.patreon, that's P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com forward slash the Australian Ghost Whisperer. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 